0: Yesterday was the single deadliest day for the coronavirus in the United States in nearly six months. Not only that, nearly 150,000 people tested positive, also a single-day record for the entire pandemic, not only in the United States, but all over the world. And more people are hospitalized today, now nearly 70,000 people. That have ever been hospitalized in this country in the entire pandemic. It's deeply disturbing. Call it the second wave if you need to, but it gives us a glimpse not only into where we are right now, but where we're going to be for a very, very long time. And not that Trump ever was really taking the pandemic seriously, but now he has abandon all pretense he's literally not even doing anything about it whatsoever no briefings no work and in part because the federal government has completely taken its eye off of the ball it is raging and exploding now 21 states have set their record for most people hospitalized during the entire pandemic and it's out of control i want to talk about it Please don't click away. Please don't tune out because I want to talk about where we go from here and some of the hope that I have, as well as some of the frustration. Let me unpack and explain it. This is Sean King, and you are listening to The the Breakdown. The Breakdown. the, 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 The Breakdown. It is, it is difficult to do a podcast about the pandemic because all of us are exhausted by it. It is now mid-November. We've been going at this for nearly 11 months in my borough of Brooklyn here in New York. Thousands and thousands of people have died, including right here in our neighborhood my two oldest children are not able to attend college in person, which is what they want to do and is what my wife and I want them to do. Uh, my son, who just started high school, is not able to attend in, in-person classes. And because things seem to be getting better here in New York, uh, he was about to be able to transition to attending at least one day a week of in-person classes. And now it seems like New York is very, very close to just calling that off completely. And we are back to thousands of people dying a day. It's about to wreck our economy again as cities and counties and regions and states are forced to save lives, to shut down almost completely again. And there's there are just so many people who have failed. And I am increasingly convinced that the Biden administration and they just appointed yesterday Ron Klain as their chief of staff. And while I have Ron Klain is not a part of my crew, is not a super progressive guy. But Ron Klain was, without a doubt, the single best person on the list of people that we saw Biden was considering. He was far and away the best person available. I'm glad he chose Ron Klain. Ron Klain also oversaw the administration's response to Ebola. He's a super smart, really organized guy. He has an eye for talent, uh, for skill. Um Everybody all leaders have have an ego but he is the type of guy that doesn't mind being surrounded by people that he sees as smarter than him like Ron Klein doesn't want to be the smartest person in the room and that's great news like that's to me the sign of a, of a real leader surround yourself by people who know more than you know and so I am I'm feeling great that the Biden administration is going to come in and do everything they can about the coronavirus. I believe that from top to bottom. And there are, as, you, as you've seen, if you've gone to our website, bidenjusticedemands.com, there are nearly 70 policies that we're asking them to adopt inside of their DOJ, inside of their entire administration that doesn't even need congressional support. These are executive actions they can take. But admittedly, Um, while all of that is still very important, for them, their number one priority is going to be the safety and security of the country regarding the coronavirus. And my fear is that the 70 plus million people who voted for Donald Trump. So yes, the most people who have ever voted for a candidate voted for Joe Biden. The second most people who've ever voted for a candidate voted for Donald Trump. It is now nearly 72 million people and you know right about half of the country. And they're not going to wear masks. They're not going to stop spreading it. Let, let let's be completely honest. They are still saying it's a hoax. He has fueled that and continues to show By how little he now says about it and does about it, several studies that study his calendar, his public statements have said it appears he's literally not even working anymore. And he's definitely not doing anything about the pandemic, which is partly responsible for how horribly it is spreading all over the country. And here we are with deaths and hospitalizations and cases exploding. And these deaths look like numbers on charts, but these are grandparents, parents, siblings, children. I just read multiple stories about children who've died this week during the pandemic from the coronavirus. And we are somehow going to have to lead our country through it when a good 70 million Americans literally think it's a fictional hoax when people like Steve Bannon, who was the chief policy advisor to Donald Trump, is, is literally saying that Dr. Fauci, who has worked for 30 years straight under Republicans and Democrats, In the infectious disease space, Steve Bannon, uh, who left the Trump administration but was Trump's campaign manager and chief policy advisor, is saying that someone should murder Dr. Fauci. Someone should cut the man's head off and put it on a pike. He literally said those words. And while the video has been deleted, the man hasn't even lost his accounts. Twitter suspended his account permanently. But it's like, okay. This is where we are, where half of the country doesn't care, doesn't care about the rise in infections and won't do what it takes to help us flatten the curve. And so what I am stumped about is what is Joe Biden and his administration going to be able to do? about the millions of Americans who sincerely, earnestly don't care that we are in this second wave, don't care that the infections and hospitalizations and deaths are spiking to all-time highs. They don't care. What do we do about that? And I have turned this over in my head over and over and over again because it it would really require in some ways for conservative leaders including Trump and others to say listen you all i know you hate joe biden i know you hate this new incoming administration and don't even believe that they actually won the election which is utter fiction foolishness how do you sway them to do right by The nation. Right now, here in New York, New York has five boroughs. They are like cities under the umbrella of New York City: Manhattan, the Bronx, Queens, Brooklyn, and Staten Island. And Staten Island, which is the whitest, most Republican uh, borough, also has the highest percentage of positive COVID tests, and are least likely. To wear their mask. In fact, all of the areas of New York, of New York City, that have high propensity voters for Donald Trump are also where the infections are spiking, but then spreading to the rest of the city. And it makes my blood boil. Because it is, I just saw where a friend of mine lost his mother-in-law yesterday. I've said here on, on the podcast, my mother lost her best friend this past month to the damn coronavirus. And it's infuriating that this is where we are. We are now at nearly 250,000 deaths. And over the next two months, it is predicted that we may lose as many as 100,000 more Americans. And Donald Trump is still president. Like, I wish if he literally wasn't going to govern that he would just quit and, and get the hell out of the way. Like, just move on, my dude. Because people are dying. And I've said this before, but damn. Like, you could have been a legend had you actually led the country through its worst moment in generations. But he doesn't have it in him. And he doesn't care. Listen, later today I'm going to be live on The Breakdown Live. I'd love to see you there. Uh, at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, uh, 12 p.m. Pacific Time and do the math for everybody there in between 3 p.m. Eastern Time at twitch.tv slash The Breakdown. Uh, I'm going to be talking about some of the things we hope that Joe Biden will do in his administration. I am also going to be talking about this fraud that Trump continues to promote about, uh, you know, that that he actually won, that he's the winner. It's all a fundraising hoax. We'll talk more and more about all of those things. Love and appreciate all of you. Take care, everybody. Break it down. Break, 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 break now. Ooh. Ooh. It's the pathway to freedom it's to the North Star. Hey, my name is Brandon Janice, and I'm the host of Sick Empire a brand new podcast brought to you by the North Star. On Sick Empire, I interview New Yorkers who, in different ways, fight on the front lines for change in the city during the coronavirus pandemic. Please listen to hear a unique mix of stories from essential workers, small business owners, artists, and elected officials who are all experiencing the chaos of COVID in their own ways. Listen to Sick Empire on all streaming platforms. And you can support the show and any of our other podcasts by heading over to the northstar.com and becoming a member.